Boo! Boo Doritos! They're a bunch of jerks! Boo! No! AJ McCall at VFX. Now, this 13-year-old Australian girl discovered what they're calling the puffy chip in a bag of Doritos. Does everybody remember what 3D Doritos look like? Yeah, of course. Because they got them for sale again. So, she found one in a non-3D bag. Okay. And it is massive. So it's a regular size Dorito that is 3D. Ooh. So she went to TikTok to decide what to do. And apparently she listed on eBay and had offers up to $100,000. This is why we boo Doritos. Because the auction then got shut down because Doritos stepped in. and was like, we'll give you $20,000 for the chip. And said, quote, we've been so impressed with Riley's boldness and entrepreneurial spirit. So we wanted to make sure the Stewart family was rewarded for their creativity and love for Doritos. Now... It's been a minute since I've had to take a math class. That's not the same amount. I agree. Boo! Boo Doritos! Guys, you gotta match it. Did she say yes, or did she say, nah, I'm gonna take 100 grand, thanks? Well, they shut down the auction on eBay, so she can't even take the 100 grand, is my understanding. Well, they could go somewhere else, right? Like, I'm pretty sure she she could, like, send a message to somebody else and be like, yo, what up? I'm just saying, you saw six figures, and the Doritos like, well, we'll give you 20,000. I'm like, yeah, Doritos, you gotta step the game up, man. I, know. I already had six figures on the table here, so right. you want this Dorito. Man, should have cashed it out earlier. Roll it up a little bit faster. Yeah. Unless you're going to throw in, obviously, a lifetime supply of Doritos. Like, how is that not a duh? A duh. I don't know. So, boo Doritos. Super boo. Not as bad as the businesses we've seen. You know, it's not like shrimp tails have wound up in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So, like, less boo than that. Mm-hmm. Because at least the excuses weren't as terrible as that. And they're like, oh, no, that's, that's extra cinnamon. But like, guys, no. guys, come on. No, it's not. Come on. It's definitely not. But boo Doritos. Yeah. Uh, Feel Good Tuesday story. This is actually really, uh, I think, ironic because normally I complain about people bragging about ridiculous stuff when it comes to social media and talk about dumb stuff when it comes to social media. But I saw someone uh, brag about their daughter. And it definitely needs to be shared. It is 100% Feel Good Tuesday. Yay. And a good lesson. I think we, we don't get enough of these stories anymore. It has been known as Feel Good Tuesday on VFX. We get to share these really cool stories. And normally I would bash someone for sharing and bragging on social media because it's like, okay, calm down. But this was definitely worth it. So kudos to them. AJ McCall at VFX. A uh, friend of mine shared this story. Said the other day. Uh, I was picking up my daughter, who was at the gym, and they she introduced me to a new friend that she wanted to come over the next day for a play date. I met the mother, and the mother nearly cried. She mentioned that her daughter had no friends, had been in the area for a year plus COVID, just had met nobody. Said your daughter walked up to her sitting by herself and said, do you want to play with us? Aw. And I'm so proud of her. The small gestures make so much more to, ev- uh, to one person with the kindness directed at. The mom was so thrilled. Anyway, I know a little braggy, but I thought it, it was worth saying. That's cool. Yeah, share that. That's just, I mean, we don't get enough of those good stories. Like no. I said, normally the cynical sidekicks, they're like, all right, we're No, but that was really that was really cool. Yeah, I think that's really neat. I, I think it's cool to, you know, prove you're raising good humans. Yes. So kudos to you, mom, also. To be, to be, well, yeah, it's cool for the mom to, like, go out and, and show appreciation as well. But to be honest, so I don't want to take any shine off of off of dad and daughter because Feel Good Tuesday, it's a really cool story. I got to tell you, though, I read the story 
uh, or read the their comment on Facebook, and I immediately was like, "Huh, McCall Taylor." <laughs> this is the story Thanks, she dude. told. Well, this is a story they told when you were in uh, your mom went to the parent teacher conference. Yeah, yeah. Once upon a time, when I was in, I was in third grade. Mrs. Reader was my teacher, and I remember my mom went in and sat down, and the the teacher was very nice, and she said, "You know, McCall." She likes to make friends. And uh, I, I've noticed that I, I thought maybe if I moved her from her friends, it would be helpful. So I've rearranged the seating chart a ton of times. And every time, whatever corner she's in, there's noise because she wants to make friends with everybody in the room. So I sat her with the quiet kids. And now the quiet kids are no longer quiet kids. And so I sat her with the other quiet kids. And now those quiet kids aren't quiet kids anymore. And she said, McCall's just got a knack for for making friends. And I was like, wow, that's cool. See, same thought. Less on an individual gesture. But, you know, that's immediately what I thought. I was like, oh, okay. Thanks. But it's nice. I think it's cool that uh, you you have those inhibitions when you're a child because you just don't think of anything. Right. There's no repercussions. Yeah. And then you get to middle school and then all of a sudden social status kicks in and it's like, ugh. Ruin stuff because mm-hmm. then you start concerning yourself with things that are really stupid, and then it's unlearning all of the behaviors that you ended up acquiring uh, that really aren't very helpful because you know at the end of the day, social status doesn't really matter either. So kudos again, dad and daughter, because that is a truly awesome feel good story and definitely something I would love to see more on my Facebook feed. Yeah, so awesome. Talk about the Olympics already a little bit this morning. Um, McCall and I were going back and forth because I have actually speaking in my Facebook this is why I could use some more of this is because of plenty of people yesterday on my social media, specifically yesterday, were whining about skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't get it. It was an Olympic van and making fun and stupid jokes like that, which McCall and I had a problem with. And then McCall and I were like, well, why stop there? There's definitely some more stuff that needs to be added to the Olympics. If you did not see, have not watched the Olympics, how dare you? Sorry. Cheer on your country. Darn hey. it. I, ha- I haven't. I'm really sorry. AJ and McCall for the Automixers Group debated eight on VFX. The big one, the uh, one of the stories this year is that they've added skateboarding, surfing, and I think there's some form of climbing, and then baseball and softball are back in, and they keep playing this hot potato thing because they're not supposed to be in the Olympics next time. Right. Doesn't make any sense. It's weird. Whatever. But a few of my friends were commenting because apparently they finally jumped in on the Olympics, and I get it with the time delay. You're going to watch it recorded probably more right. often than not. Right. But they've been making disparaging comments about skateboarding. Well, I hate them. So you can't be friends with them anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> Period. <laughs> end of story. That's it. That's the, that's the end of it. To which my, my attitude is like, bro, why? Like, do you have the same right. problem with snowboarding? Because right. we've been with doing you? that for a minute. Look, I am one who appreciates the boarding. Skateboarding, surfboarding, whatever. With it. Love it. Think it's great. Okay. When I was in high school, I wanted to skateboard so bad. Right. So bad. I bought right. a longboard. Score. I think my stepbrother has it. I don't know for a fact. He probably got rid of it. He probably sold it for some coin. I'm a little upset about it, but we'll move on. So I bought them. I had these vans that were blue vans, and I figured these are going to be great for boarding because they're skateboarding shoes. <laughs> False. They're canvas. So they got ripped immediately. Right. And then I was like, rip my shoes. I ripped my shoes that I bought for this. You could have been an Olympian. You're still young enough. 
There's a dude no. in there for, that represents, uh, I want to say Puerto Rico. I think his name's Manny Ramirez, who's 36. Dude, but he's probably been doing it for a hot minute. Yes, but if you had started skateboarding then, you'd been also doing it for a hot I know. minute. Well, I passed I passed my prime. So <laughs> I tried to go down into like a bowl. And then as I was trying to go down into a bowl, I fell off. And I was like, nope, that's it. We're done. Nope, so, we're not doing this anymore. The sports that were added, sorry, karate was added, which doesn't oh. make any sense to me because taekwondo was already in and a couple other forms were in. So I don't know why now that one's in. Right. It should have been in a long time ago. Sport climbing was the one that I is oh. the other one I was thinking of. And then baseball, softball were put back in. Got it. Okay. So here's my here's my question. What else should be in? Because I have friends commenting about skateboarding, making stupid weed jokes or whatever. I want to know if ping pong's in, because we talked about this. I like, Ashley and I talked dude, about it. Terrifying. I watched some of it. Why is foosball not in? If we're going to put tabletop games in, why is foosball? You could do the same thing. Solo, teams, mixed teams, just women, just dudes. I, uh, why? I think it has to do with, like, ping pong is more table tennis. Excuse me. Before I get Fair. shamed. Table tennis, apologies. That's all you. True. So with the foosball, you got to deal with like little dudes. How dare you disparage the sport? I'm sorry. Being a living sport if, makes no sense to me. How about instead, if we're going to do tabletop games, what about like billiards? I I agree. Pool I think is billiards super is fascinating. Serious. I got another one for you. Dustin's really good at it, by the way. But then he can be an Olympian. Yeah. What is the most exciting sport in the Winter Olympics? Stop. That's correct. Bobsled because they go like six million miles an hour. Branding actually, why is there not a summer luge? I don't know. Like, we could have like an alpine slide. I just don't understand. Like, bobsled is in. Yeah. And they're like, all right. And then like the winter luge is in, right? Yeah. We're going to slide you down an ice mountain with no physical control whatsoever at 100 miles an hour. Why is it not in the Summer Olympics? It's fascinating. It's the same thing. (gasps) Can we have a slip and slide? What if we had like ultimate slip and slide? Like, how about like like a slip and slide flip cup? McCall then branched into the Redneck Olympics there, which I'm not opposed to either. Look, I made a case for cornhole at some point, too, because the argument is like rugby's part of the Olympics, which I don't know if anybody, if you haven't seen it, it's basically big dudes tackling each over each other over an oversized football with a little bit different rules. So when does football get at it? I know it's an American sport as opposed to rugby, but I mean, so is basketball and everybody talks about the dream team. And look where basketball is now. True. The United States is terrible. True. So I'm just saying skateboarding. I'm in. All that, the rest, I don't know why BMX and roller skates wouldn't be in as well. I don't know why just skateboarding got in. I think it's because Tony Hawk was there. They were like, all right, we'll put skateboarding in, but Tony Hawk's got to make like 7,000 appearances. And they do because the broadcast for the Olympics is a trash. Is two it? events, interview, commercial. Two events, commercial. Story, two events. I get it. Like, I want to hear the human interest piece, kind of. Yeah. But like, I turned on the Olympics to conveniently watch the Olympics. Not the freaking announcers talk about, oh, blah, 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 no. So the Olympics needs to work on its own broadcast because it's not worthy of a medal. It's not podium right now. Oh man. But skateboarding, I'm good with it. It's great. Speaking of meddling, Florida, when it comes to the best criminals in the world, sweeping. Ooh. Gold, silver, bronze, all of them. It's true. Again, it's a, it's a podium sweep. Mm-hmm. Gold, silver, and bronze. All to Florida. Like, they amended the rules specifically in the Olympics. Normally, two countries can only be in a, a two people from the same country can only be in a final because they were like, we don't want them to win all three medals. Yeah. But Florida's just so dominant. They're like, well, what are we going to do? Like, you're going to take out the third best player in the world because of a stupid rule? No. I don't know, man. Today's pretty crazy, and it's See? not all from Florida. See? 
Stranger Bridge led Florida not out VFX with AJ and McCall. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one, two prison guards held hostage for nine hours because two inmates wanted 20 pizzas. <laughs> the food was delivered. Want a pizza party. What? Please, can we have a pizza party? No. I'm going to hold you hostage. So there's story one. Story number two, some guy is harassing a, a woman, offering her a foot massage, which is weird because he has no arms. So there... I, wow, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that's gets disturbing in a hurry. Correct, and then we got story number three. Some guy reported a fake armed robbery so he could get out of his shift at Hardee's. <laughs> Guys. It's never worked. Just call in sick. Yes. Just call in oh sick. Oh, my God. There you go. Three crazy like the stories. The police aren't going to figure, like, they're not going to be like, oh, well, we can't find any evidence. Like, they're not going to get them. Yep. Look, believe it or not, I'm not super familiar with the rules of prison and whatnot. AJ and McCall on VFX for the Stranger Bridge in Florida, not. But, like, if you have good behavior and you decide you want a pizza party, for all we know, in story number one, maybe the fellas had earned a pizza party and they were just, you know, maybe they're sticklers. Maybe the guards would be a little bit sticklers with them. It could be. I mean, potentially. Uh, what, what do you think, Brad? I think AJ's just making excuses for the dude. Maybe a little bit. Come on, everybody look. Pizza party's been like a unanimous celebration across time. When you're a kid and you did something good, you read enough books, pizza party. When you're at work and like, ah, we can't find raises, pizza party. Three full stories, please. Okay, we got story one. Two prison guards held hostage for nine hours last Wednesday by two inmates who demanded 20 pizzas as ransom kind of a lot of pizzas i mean maybe they wanted to hook their friends up and maybe they just wanted to keep them for themselves who knows unclear at this point i mean either way like so you either when's the next time you're gonna get pizza or i bet you become really popular if you're wandering around like hey who who wants pizza yeah it's true i guess the food got delivered the guards were released the inmates likely gonna face consequences (laughs) i don't think they got their pizza though like it it got delivered so maybe the guards were like, it was really rough, but at least they got this pizza. I don't know. I, I don't know. Insult to I'm assuming that's what happened. Oh, that stinks. So there's story one. Story number two, cops have been looking for a guy who keeps har- harassing random women at a store, offering at least one of them a foot massage. So that's I don't know how nice many, gesture. I don't know how many women it Doesn't. is, but- Women, nonetheless, he can count on his fingers. It's a weird situation because he doesn't have arms, so he can't count any on his fingers. I don't I I really Brad help me out here. I don't understand what his his ploy is. Like He's I'll give you a foot massage, but I don't have art. Like, I don't get it. I didn't either. Like, what is his end goal here? Now, they have his name. His name's Brian. He's 32. But. You know, this has happened. This has been reported two other times. And, you know, because of the no arms thing, the cops know it's the same guy. Does he just want to look at feet? Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. So there's story two. And then story number three, some guy reported a fake armed robbery to get out of his shift at Hardee's. Now, he called 911, said two guys jumped out of a car, stole his money, necklace, and phone at gunpoint, and then drove off. When the cops investigated, they realized, yeah, he made it all up. He admitted the reason why was because he didn't want to go to that shift at, at work. So, 
Uh, he got arrested for the misuse of 911, making a false report. On the bright side, he went to jail, so he did get to miss work. But, um... This is <laughs> never going to be not investigated. Cops are going to be like, oh, well, oh, we couldn't find it. anything, Darn so... It. Shocks. I just want it to be like, oh, he had all of his money, his necklace, and his phone because he called me on that phone that the thief stole at gunpoint. Oh, like, God. I, I really want to watch. No, I don't know. I have no idea how they caught no. him, but it's got to be. Decided that's what it was. It's got to be. They stole my phone. What's that in your pocket? Uh, that's, a, that's a different so, phone. I got two phones. So there, there you go. Three crazy stories. Good luck. <laughs> all right, Brad. I didn't think of it that way. I, I kind of don't honest. know. I feel like McCall just sealed it for me that I think it's story number three. What, what about you? I'm going to go with three. Okay. Oh, McCall, you might have sealed it for both of us then. Is it, McCall? <laughs> they stole my phone. Just not this one. Is it story number three? It is. Congratulations. Oh, we got you hooked up with a stacked gift card, and then we're also going to qualify you for that gift card to Logan Lane's at the end of the month. Hang on the line, and we'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Didn't even think of it that way. McCall just told you doomed yourself. You doomed yourself there because I didn't even think of that. And you're like, he called with the phone that he said he had stolen. Like, what do you do with that too? Because he probably was wearing all this stuff. He was like looking down. He's like, they stole my my necklace, my, my wallet, my, my phone. Uh, that's all of the things that are on my nightstand at home right now. Um, you're gonna my phone. Oh, I'm gonna group it together. Just toss it. I'm calling you on that. Idiot. Dang it. Congratulations to Braddy Woods, Florida on VFX. Bonus Florida or not, because sometimes you just don't want to see an in-law, so you got to knock them off. Well, Not kidding. Before we get there, though, I was so grossed out by one statistic. Like, look, I do not claim to be a functioning adult in a lot of ways. Right. But there are certain things in your house, like there are most things in your house that you have to wash. Yes. And I was so grossed out stumbling across one random statistic. Uh-oh. So tell me. What you think the most unwashed items are in terms of what in the household? Like the things, I don't want to give it away. Rugs. Ooh, rugs is good. AJ McCod, VFX. Interesting. Okay, fair. What else? Mm. How often people wash rugs? I definitely don't wash mine enough. I don't wash mine nearly enough. Uh, I'm going to go with, I don't know, sheets usually. Okay, see, it's interesting you went there because, so the next guess for me, because I feel like people don't think about it, because I definitely did it for a long time, was shower curtain. Yeah, mine's like a like a plastic, though, so I can't really, like, wash it. Gross. <laughs> no, uh, it's interesting you pick sheets, though, because you would think, right, we sleep on that, you would think, okay, right. definitely needs to be regu- a regular in the washing machine. The statistic that I stumbled across that just, huh, how often do you wash your pillowcases? Whenever I wash my sheets. That's, good. that's a good way to go about it, which would be approximately. I have no idea. That's a, that's a terrible question to ask me right now. I just, I literally just changed them on Saturday, I think. And I want to say, oh yeah, I totally do it like every month, but that would be a lie. I think, a, I think about a month, definitely at least change them. Maybe not wash them, but at least strip them out and replace them. The statistic I stumbled across it was, uh, pillowcases, I'm with you, right? You just do the whole bedding itself. Yeah, you, you may do like the underbedding first and right. then blankets you scatter about as, as you do. But yes, apparently 
So one in three Americans admit that they go longer than two weeks, which doesn't really bug me. I, I, li- I like the month qu- the month mark that McCall mentioned. Two percent of Americans never wash their pillowcases. That's weird. <sighs> Guys, that's where your head skin. goes. Oh. Then you end up getting like really bad. Like my acne breaks out yes. really bad. Like yes. that's just a part of it. I mm. yeah, that's mm. not good. Do, you, do they throw? Do they burn them? Do they throw them away? Like just you, you, there's no. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. They just never change them. They're just like, yep, that's it. I know it's a minor. It's only two percent, but still, like that's that's a little bit too much. How did? Even as a college kid, a college kid, I was like, no, no, no. You gotta wash. You gotta wash the bedding every once in a while. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Oh, this is just a reminder to do your laundry today, and then put it away same day. Yes. Good luck with that last. Because if you if you do that, it makes it way easier. It's true. Okay. Uh, apparently, <laughs> sometimes we call. There's just people you don't want to run into when it comes to weddings and stuff. There's just family you don't like. You had a falling out, whatever it is, and you would think that the answer would be mature enough, you know, to be like, all right, maybe say hello, be pleasant enough, and then get out of there. No, <laughs> the answer's hire a hitman, obviously. Oh, right. Sometimes you're just not going to like certain members of family, right? right? There's a, there's a saying, blood is thicker than water, but there's also a saying that, you know, you can pick your friends, you can't pick your family. True. AJ McCaw on VFX. Now, just a little bit of background on me. My brother's wedding, my mom and dad still to this day do not get along and they've been divorced. Let's just call it 25 plus years. It's somewhere in that ballpark. Okay. I think it's exhausting because for the entire wedding, you had to set it up. So you're like, oh, they don't run into each other this way. They don't sit at each other this way. That being said, I will give them credit for some of the events that they had to be together, you know, because they were the mother and father of the groom. They handled it pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's obnoxious, but they handled it pretty well. And I think it, with, with events like that, it doesn't matter how much you despise people. I'm the same person who's been talked to at both adult weddings that I've gone to and be like, hey, so-and-so that you have bad feelings towards is going to be there. Is this going to be a problem? And you say no, because really on a wedding, how much are you really going to interact with someone that's not the bride or groom? Right. You're going to think the answer hopefully is like, not a ton. Look, if the bride or groom, I'm not saying they necessarily take requests, but if you got someone you got a problem to sit with, you say, hey, by the way, just don't sit me with them. I don't want to talk to them. I'm sure they can accommodate that. Sure. Well, apparently one story's gone viral because a uh, dude was getting married and his mom is so just livid against his mother-in-law. Oh. Hired, a, excuse me, aunt. No, yeah, sorry. Uh, mom, hired an, uh, a hitman to take out grandma. What? Hired a hitman to take out grandma. That's too much. I'll be real. It's way too much. And apparently what had happened is the husband of the woman hiring the hitman, the mom, heard it, talked it down. Cops apparently got involved, but there's been no discussion about whether or not it has been revealed if the the uh, mom got arrested or not. That's nuts. What? You can't do that. Thought. You can't hire hitmen. You haven't been married, McCall. No. I haven't been married. Correct. But let's say... Hypothetically, in this situation, you're going to get married, and all of a sudden, grandma dies. I'd be sad. I think that would put a somber tone. Be a little rough. On the wedding. Yeah. Especially if it was less under mysterious circumstances, like we don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, the brake lines were cut. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Sorry, Grams. The wedding may move. Probably. And and you all because you couldn't just say, 
hi, and then walk off and scold and, you know, mutter under your breath if you want to. It's fine. Yeah. Good gosh. Also, again, we come back to this every... Where are people going to hire Hitman? Dude, from what I've discovered, Craigslist. Not a good option, by the way. Everybody that ever hires Hitman on Craigslist gets caught. I would Google it, but now I don't have no, to explain why the cops up, had to show up. Yeah, you got to figure out how to probably get on the black market. And then once you figured that out, I think they just come to you. I don't really know. They seek you out? I think so. That's, that's kind of intimidating, but it makes sense. I think, I think it's just like, oh, hey, since you're here... Why not kill somebody? <laughs> right? I think that's what it, I think that's what happens. Oh my gosh. I don't know for they, a fact. Did, did, when you no no clue and I don't expect anybody to know this but like <laughs> please do they, don't do they know have this. like a resume? Like cuz how do you know if they're a good hitman or not? Because Craigslist, let's be honest, you're not really you're not really going creme de la creme there. No, you can but be scraping the bottom of the barrel. I uh I'll be honest, I don't really expect people to, to like, document that because I feel like- the number of jobs I've pulled. I feel like if they were like, yes, you remember that one time with, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln? Mm-hmm. They're yep. claiming stuff that's, that's so it. ridiculous. I was there. Like, you just- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that people document that. All me. Right here. I did it. <laughs> that was me. I know. I know. I didn't believe it either. Okay. Uh, so- no, you can't hire a hitman to knock off a family member you don't want to see at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Question is, what is more awkward? Running into a family member you don't like at a wedding, very intimate, very somewhat closed off uh, event, or working with an ex? Ooh, rough. Already this morning, we've had a family member try to knock off another family member because they're like, I am absolutely not going to the same wedding with that woman. That's right. AJ McCaw at VFX. Well, a list was put out of actors who had to pretend to be in love on screen with real life exes, which has to be awkward, Ugh. right? Because you got to be all into it when you're like, <sighs> I can't stand this person's guts. That would be the worst. The question is, which is more awkward? Which we'll get to the, for the poll of the day. Going to a wedding with a family you can't stand or having to work with an ex because very rarely do I get to share something in common with Justin Timberlake, oh. but I also have worked with an ex, and it's terrible. Oh. And some of the people on the list, Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake, uh, for Bad Teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, of course, McCall talked about this a bunch of what was going on. Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhart yep. worked together. For uh, Riverdale. Yep. yep. Uh, Leah Michelle, Matthew Morrison, they dated before Glee. And, and, and obviously they did not date after Glee. <laughs> Uh, so just a few of them to go along with it, but it's, it's terrible. When I was in college, I, I got my girlfriend at the time, a job working at the college radio station I was in. And mm-hmm. then my boss liked her more. And yes. then we split up and that was weird because then she moved away with the guy that she immediately left with. and got married with to a y- exact year, an exact year after I break up coincidence, it seems. Uh, and then apparently moved back into town. Cause she's of course from the same hometown that I was. Mm-hmm. And my boss was like, I know they had a bad breakup. I should say, no, 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 no. It would make for much better television if AJ just wanders into the building and then goes into the studio one day for a shift, and who's there but his ex? Oh, this is going to be golden. I'm going to wait. <laughs> and then it happened. And then I walked in, and I didn't say anything because what I'm going to say, I was in shock. Right. Because I had ju- it was a bad break. It was a bad breakup, but I had just gotten over it. And then my boss tells me, like, Hey, so I don't know if you saw or not, but uh, Maggot's working here again, and I know you guys have some history, history. or whatever, but uh, 
There, you're adults. It's probably cool, right? It's cool. Thanks, boss. Yeah, I, I would have liked a heads up. I feel mm-hmm. like, if, especially if you, like, my, my boss knew. Yeah. My boss knew. Yeah. We there had a no bad secret. breakup. So I, just a heads up. I'm not saying that I, one or the other. Like, no, I'm, I was not that valuable employee. I was a student employee at a radio station. Right. I'm with it. I can accept <laughs> they're, they're that They're replaceable. Fact. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But like, hey, heads up. I feel like I was owed at least that. You could have sent me an email or a text message. We were still texting then. I know I'm old, but I got it. We were texting. Emails are nice. <laughs> Something just to say, hey, BT Dub. As actually, I didn't learn my lesson. That was the second X that I had gotten a job at that place. There nice. weren't X's at the time. The first one though was my uh, was a, few, a year older than I and much more mature than I. So when we broke up, she was just like, "I'm just gonna do us both a favor. I'm not gonna work here anymore," and she left. That is very nice. I've always been curious if like other people can actually work with significant others, you know, like unless you start working, unless you're like already working together, if the work environment is already there and you already have that separation of like work life, home life, and you figured that out, or if you bringing somebody else on that you're dating would ever pan out well, ever. You you better hope you found the one. Yeah. Because it gets awkward in a hurry. I, when I was in New Mexico, I had a thing. I had a fling with a, a, a girl that worked there, and then it didn't last because it wasn't intended to. And then that was just a terrible idea. Like, did not think that one through whatsoever. No. no. Stupid AJ. You, you still have to work with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's for those who had not finished Surprise. the equation. That was the answer. They, they, it doesn't just go away. You have to con- me. C- continue to work with them. And usually, you know, it doesn't it doesn't end amicably. It's not like no, like oh, this is in no. And then someone still and then you say you got to see him and you got to talk about it. You're like, I just want to do it. Like hide, put me under a desk, hide, stash me behind a vending machine, anywhere I can go to get out of here. I'm into it. So how long can I hide under this desk Seriously. before somebody knows? How many sick days do I have again? I'm taking all of them right now. Six, great. <laughs> <laughs> so which would be more awkward? Working with an ex you had a bad breakup with, or going and to a wedding, an intimate wedding, and seeing a family member that you just can't stand. I can tell you, experiencing both, I'm I'm passing on the ex. Hard pass. I'll I'll go to the I'll go to the wedding. We can dance. Mood gets lightened. You can't you can't be mad at someone when you're doing the cupid shuffle. It's true. We talked about the cupid shuffle. It's a very powerful dance. You could you could be mad, but by the end of the song, you're not gonna be. It'll be good. To the right, to the right, to the right. I wonder if the DJ waits and is like, oh, tension is high. Cupid shuffle time. As somebody who has worked <laughs> as a DJ at a wedding, yes. The answer, yes! The answer is yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Working with an ex, going to a wedding with a family member you can't stand, which would be worse? Thermo Fisher pulled the day. I owe an immense apology. I had made somewhat of a plan this year, and it continues to get delayed, which I owe an apology for. But when you're texting someone who controls a little bit of your future in their hands, maybe just maybe make sure to proofread and not misspell their name. Yeah. (sighs) Proofreading, proofreading, proofreading. Proofreading is a very important skill to stop yourself from embarrassing yourself or to make yourself look like an idiot. AJ McCall on VFX. So as it's noted at the beginning of the year, we talked about this a lot. I know a lot of wedding stuff. I went and looked at engagement rings. Now, I would like to say that Jarek's Fine Jewelry and Jarek himself are outstanding. Yeah. Very helpful. Super great. Now, I do need to throw out the caveat here that uh, they do offer options to figure out how to 
to do the payment plan and done so, but I wanted to pay for the engagement ring up front. Right. Put it in my pocket. Right. And have it for whenever I decide to use it. Right. However, life finds a way to be very, very obnoxious. And every time I feel like I set the money aside, something comes up. Right. Background, because that means that all of a sudden, if you haven't paid attention, it's July. Mm-hmm. So it's been a minute, and I can tell you I haven't paid for the engagement ring. So I texted the person who has designed and helped make this gorgeous engagement ring yesterday to apologize because I had ever, I have every intention of buying it. Just keep Something keeps coming up. I will buy it. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. Right. Here's the problem and why I know, owe an immense apology. I get a little complacent, so I probably was overdue for a text to apologize for, hey, heads up, this is what's going on. I just want to stay in context. You know what's going on. But if you're going to text someone, mm-hmm. make sure that you spell their name correctly. Right. Because I don't think it's going to land very well. If no. I'm like, hey, McCall, heads up, my bad, da 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 and I text back, hey, McCall, da 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 don't think that's going to land very good. No. What is stupid about this is my phone decided to take Jarek's name, and it was like, oh, I don't recognize that word. Obviously, you meant Herrick, golden scent. Nice. What? What? How? No. Huh? How many times has AJ texted the word Herrick? None. I can tell you for sure. I feel very confident. I have a terrible memory. I feel very confident the that answer the to that is none. zero. Well, that's fair. And I have texted Jarek before. I've used that one. Right. And my phone was like, no, that's definitely not what it is. I decided to look this up because um, maybe, you know, it's not really a word. It is. It's a name. Herrick it's, is a name? Yeah. So it's actually like one of Dustin's like Rich, aunt and you, uncle's you, names. Yeah. Wow, their okay, last name, so not but... only is it a name, McCall knows so, a Herrick. Robert Herrick was a 17th century English lyric poet and cleric. I did not know that. He is best known for, uh, I don't know how to say this, Hesperides? Hesperides? Mm. A book of poems. It includes the Carpe Diem poem, To the no Virgins way. to Make Much of Time. Huh. The first line, Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. My phone trying to tell me something then? Uh, apparently, he was born in 1591. Maybe, a, maybe this is a sign. Yeah, maybe this is, this is a this sign is that you, an interesting twist. Yeah, now you need to listen. You need to go uh, look up look up Robert Herrick. He died in 1971. He lived a long life. And when you wow. by 19, sorry, 1671. <laughs> He's four hundred years. Was, around my, my nine was backwards. My bad. So, but 1591 to. 1674, that's I'm, that's pretty good, that man. Is, that is, one, an interesting twist. Correct. Two, I cannot believe you know a Herrick. And three, I, I apologize, because bottom line is My bad. I was not texting a Herrick. I can tell you for sure that Dustin's, what do you say, uncle's family? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know them. I've not been in contact, so I was not texting it's unfortunate them. they're good people. I'm, I'm not saying one way or the other. I just don't know them, and I apologize to Jarek because I did not proofread, and my phone apparently has now been possessed by the spirit of a 16th century... 17th. This is born... Fifth, whatever. 17th century poets. Po- poet? Poet. 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 And cleric. It's not a hard word. Poet. It's really not. Speaking of seeing the future, uh, I'm, it's unfortunate we got in here. We, of course, started the pandemic... With the panic, of course, over toilet paper, and there's, of course, we've seen the panic of gas, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's stockpiling that. Uh, unfortunately, school kids not escaping shortages, and this is the most devastating of them all. No. 
It was devastating to have shortages of gas, shortages of toilet paper, and whatever else. Apparently, lawn gnomes at one point was in shortages, which strange raises all kinds of questions of the priorities of us as United States Americans. Who's who's taking them? Yeah, seriously. Who was like, oh my gosh, lawn gnomes? A gnome. AJ McCall on VFX. But the most devastating of the shortages may hit the school children because there are reports. <gasps> Chicken nuggets, no. juice boxes could be in shortage when schools get back in session. No. That's sad. That is sad. That is a huge loss. I also, like don't judge me, but my first reaction is like, I'm going to go out and stockpile as many chicken nuggets as I can. Yo, so can I get. Store. Are they talking like Capri Suns or are they just talking like juice boxes? That's a good question. Like, what kind of juice boxes? Because I need to know. It's, it's not specific. I, it I prioritize. I prioritize certain juice boxes above others. I, I, I would suggest you run out, definitely elbow, maybe knock some people over to get your type of juice boxes. No, I needed an excuse to go out and <laughs> elbow people. So, Whatever will I do? It's a good way to vent some frustration. But sure is. We got into this in the after, yes, after show yesterday, which if you don't follow us, it's uh, AJ and McCall on Twitch. And this, of course, spawned the discussion of what our favorite school lunches were. Yeah. Because chicken nuggets is, you know, everybody loves that. And I want McCall to describe her favorite exactly she tried to describe it to me yesterday because i'm sure everyone here will get it but i did not i said my favorite was pizza bully so pizza bully it's like like imagine like a like a raft like a like a maybe like a sled sled okay so you got like a sled it's got like those little legs that stick out we're talking like the old school sleds okay we're not talking like the saucer sleds. yeah the one you always see in the christmas movies yeah like yeah, oh I wow you. i don't yeah, really yeah. think they're very like aerodynamic because they're safe why would they be not selling them right now yeah you're but, literally it's just a piece of wood on rails on yeah, yeah. It, so yeah. like the rails imagine those but like flipped upside down okay so you got like mozzarella sticks basically with a flat middle section it's basically like a flatbread pizza but with right. puffies on the outsides. It's delicious. And then you rip it and you dip it. It's so good. I mean, I'm not going to say I wouldn't eat it. I'm definitely in. <sighs> mine, mine. I don't know. Fridays at my high school, we used to do breakfast day. And they used to do, it was the best. Everybody always got in line for it. It was just French toast sticks, a sausage patty. I'm sure it came with something else. And you get a syrup cup you could dip in. And yeah. then my senior year, they started introducing a breakfast burrito. Ooh. And I don't know what generic chili sauce pack they had that you could put on your... Joyful. Egg and sausage pet. It was awesome. So good. Mm. So good. You know, I really enjoy those uh, French toast sticks, mm-hmm. the dip ones, mm-hmm. dip sticks. Mm-hmm. I really want to buy them and get them at my house. But the problem is, is that I, if I buy them, air fryer. yeah, I don't have an air fryer. Well, That's the problem that. is that if I buy them, then I have to buy an air fryer and then I have to like buy oh, stock in French toast sticks. That's true. Because I know for a fact I will eat them for true. three meals well, of the day. Fair. I just wanted to point out, too, uh, you should definitely check out the after show if you haven't found it yet. But then producer Butters, so of course we asked producer Butters because he joins the after show. Yeah, and then yeah. he was like, well, my high school had Domino's, so probably Domino's was my favorite. Which is funny because he hates Domino's pizza. Thanks so. for rubbing it in our face, pal. We used to have Domino's, but it was like you had to, you had to like it buy it yeah. special. It was extra. Which is fine, but you know, when I'm over here, not with, not with coin. I hear you. I was broke too. I'm right there with you. You got you got dollars directly into your lunch account. Yeah, period. you could spend like a buck twenty five on a slice of Domino's pizza, or it was like a, a buck, a buck for forty for the actual school the whole, lunch. Yeah, yeah, 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Except for except for if it was like in the school system for that, you got the school lunch. Yeah. That's the way that it worked for exactly. us. Exactly. So uh, that w- it was a fun discussion to get into, mostly because I had no idea what McCall was talking about with hers, and I oh, was like, "Oh, that sounds great, joyful." Because who didn't love school rectangle pizza? Oh, or something. It just hit so different. Good, man. It hit different. So good. But that's what we're going to get into. So you can tell us what your uh, favorite school lunches were as well. Utah's VFX on our social media. Our phone number always works, 435-787-0945, if you didn't know it. And occasionally we get to play this game we call Am I a Jerk? Yeah. I've played, McCall's played, and the listeners play all the time. And normally we get messages where people have these scenarios like, hey, so-and-so said I'm a jerk. Am I for doing this? Well, this time, McCall, people were like, no, 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 I need a little bit more. They left us a couple voicemails <gasps> they wanted us to jump in on. Okay. Question we definitely don't ask ourselves enough is, am I a jerk? Really ought to be self-evaluating as often as you can be to make sure to keep yourself on the level because your toughest critic probably ought to be yourself. Yeah. AJ and McCall. And uh, we get to play this game every once in a while with ourselves. I mean, frankly, probably could have done it with the whole uh, texting Jarek. Hey, Eric. That whole thing. But then it took such an interesting twist that apparently my phone's actually possessed by an old poet. Crazy. Yeah. So, without further ado, let's get to a couple of voicemails we got here, starting with Kim. So, Kim wants to know if she's a jerk. Here's her situation. I posted an Insta story in response to my friends asking what to get me for my birthday. I posted my Venmo number and said, you can easily just drop what you feel here. I don't care if it's $5. It makes it easier on my friends than going out and buying a present that I might not like or use. And my sister thinks I look like a jerk. Well, your sister's just jealous she didn't think of it first. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a great idea. I think the the very important caveat there saying, like, look, even if it's Fiverr, that's great. Well, even, you know. That, I think, establishes just, like, no expectations, right? And right. And that definitely just alleviates all jerk status. I think so. I, I get in this fight all the time. So, like, my most recent birthday, I, I turned 32 in May. Right. In May, May 29th. And, of course, uh, with COVID and stuff, I haven't seen my family in a while and all that stuff. And so my, my dad and stepmom asked me. What do you want for your birthday? And the answer is what it's been for probably the last half decade, for sure, probably longer. I'm like, look, anything I want that I really do need to have, I probably already bought myself. Right. So Ashley and I are saving for a house, a wedding. Yeah. We want to come home to see everybody sometime this year. Sure. And I started investing. So if you want to throw me some bones, I can tell you for sure it is going to go in one of those four areas. Mm Mm-hmm. My dad came and was like, oh, that's a great idea. Stepmom, not not too pleased. It, we, my dad had already committed, so they said it, and she was like, no, no, no. But, so I get in this birthday fight all the time because they're like, no, money's not the answer. But it's Money is the answer, period. I don't want junk. Well, that so I was just having this conversation with a really good friend of mine yesterday, or day before yesterday, excuse me, about um, she wanted to buy her mom like a facial or something. And they were talking about it. And, you know, at the end of the day, not everybody can buy everybody else a facial. So if you say, oh, this is what I really want, you know, a pedicure, a facial, massage, whatever. Oh, that's a good idea. You can just pitch in for it. Yeah. Just Venmo me or whatever. And then it's like, this is what I want for my birthday. You know? And you don't necessarily have to say, oh, yeah, you're buying me a massage or anything. But... I do think if you have that specific yeah. goal, it helps because the it people does. are like, oh, I'm not just going to send you money for you to right. do whatever. But if you said like, hey, everybody could chip in for me to get them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. Okay. There's there's the change, Kim. That's what you needed to add. 
if you just have something that it's going towards and McCall's you just kind of right. specify, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, no, McCall's right. No, we both agree, not a jerk, but McCall's no. right. I think to fully solidify it, you need to have some kind of end goal, purchase goal, yeah, that everyone's saving for. And then it just it changes the message a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's not, hey, just send me money. Yeah. Good call. All right. So first first uh, contestant, not a jerk, though. Small change to alleviate even further no jerk status. Yeah. I can tell you this, uh, McCall. The next one, I, I took a, I took a little listen already. Uh-oh. Comes to, comes down to neighbors and moving. Uh-oh. All I'm going to say is, look, I'm not saying you if you own a truck, you have to help people move. Ugh. But you know what you're getting into when you buy a truck. <laughs> I'm just saying there's nobody that would turn down the dream job of being one of those TV judges. Have you seen the type of money that Judge Judy rakes in? Dude, bank. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. Court is in session. A couple of listeners wanted to plead their case via voicemail. They were so desperate to get our attention, so we're happy to do so. We got you. So, Ronnie uh, is next up in the court of Am I a Jerk? Ronnie, what's going on? Hey, so uh, my new neighbor asked me if he could borrow my truck to move something, and this is my, only my second conversation with this guy. I don't know this dude at all, and I happen to love my expensive truck, <laughs> so I told him no, and my girlfriend thinks this makes me look like a big old jerk. No. You're all not you, a jerk. All you, McCall. No. All you. You're not a jerk, okay? <laughs> like, I understand. Hey, can I borrow your truck? No. No, man. How many times is it that you could walk up to somebody else and be like, yo, can I borrow your car? AJ, My, will you let me borrow your car? No. Uh, uh, yeah, mean, but de- we know each other. Long, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, my brother won't let family members drive, no. drive, drive his vehicle. No. And, you know, this, this guy, I don't think that you're a jerk at all for saying, no, you can't borrow my truck. You know, if you no. said, hey, is there, a, you know, could I... Help you, because I'm sure you're you're a helpful human being. Yeah, that, that would change like, that. Totally you, different question. I, I'm sure you're a helpful human being. If this guy had come up to you, your neighbor had come up to you and said, hey, is there a way that I could you know, pay you for your services? Could I get your help on X, Y, Z? Yes. But just to come over and be like, yo, can I borrow your truck? No. no. You can't. Hey, can I come in and borrow your blanket inside of your house? I'll probably never return it. No. <sighs> like, trucks are expensive, and right now... Like, things are ridiculous. Trying to, like, get, if you have any sort of an issue with your truck, say you need a repair on your truck, there are so many parts and stuff that are back-ordered that it's like they're talking six months to a year before you're even going to get your car out of, your truck out of the shop with stuff. So you can't risk that. You can't risk it. No, you're not a jerk. I mean, the answer to the question, am I a jerk, is yes. The neighbor that asked, can they borrow your truck after having talked to you once before, is in fact a jerk. Because who has the audacity to wander up to basically a complete stranger and ask, can I borrow your vehicle? Not, can you help? Is it possible that you can help me move? I'll pay you. No. Right. Can I borrow your... No! If that were the question, if the question were, hey, is there a way that I could you know rent your service basically could i could i Something. rent your vehicle or buy his dinner at whatever least to help me move yeah That's could i could i get your help we all know totally the agreement different. 
You have someone that lets you, you lets you borrow their truck in terms of they come along and let you use it for its services to move stuff. Yeah. The societal handshake agreement for a very long time is you got to at least buy them dinner. Or a tank of gas, depending on where you're going. I mean, I would hope that you would do that at least, but yes. I mean, yeah. But, yes. you know, with, with, the, with the price of gas at the moment, there are a lot of people who are like, <laughs> yeah, nah, man. No, that's fair. I'd that's rather fair. buy you dinner. It'll be cheaper. That's totally fair. That's the societal agreement. You yeah. don't get to be like, hey, can I borrow the... No, you don't get to do that. Let me borrow your $70,000 truck. Thanks. Completely. <laughs> completely in the right here. You yeah. are not a jerk. Ron. Agreed. Agreed. Kim, earlier, also not a jerk. There's a little bit of tweak here to just further cement that status. But uh, hey, good news. Two people in the valley, not jerks. Way to go. Now, there are definitely stressful events that happen in life. I tell you, though, I think uh, not to diminish anyone's, everybody can go be going through something. It can be extremely difficult. So not to diminish that. But after the ranking was put out of the top 30 most stressful things in life, I think we all got to just take a deep breath and go, all right, not so bad being us. There are obviously stressful and things that drive you a little bit bonkers situations in life. For sure. Not denying that. AJ and McCall at VFX, but when the top 30 most stressful life situations is put together and very quickly does the list dissipate, you kind of think I got to take a step back and go, things must really not all be that bad. Okay. Because obviously- that running water, that's cool. Yeah, like in the top 10 health, financial, yeah. family problems, that's- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. No argument. There's some serious stuff in there. Yeah. Very quickly, to, number four was running late, job interview. That stuff, to me, falls off very quickly. Also in the top 30, accidentally liking an old photo on oh! someone's social media. Oh! Getting a stain on your clothes. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Not knowing what to buy someone as a gift. Look, these things stink. Oh. And trust me, I can't, no, I'm not allowed to eat salsa in public places anymore because it's I will true. inevitably spill it. It's true. Buying somebody a gift, I got a real quick solution. Don't. <laughs> You're welcome. Venmo him some cash. Problem I- solved. Oh, no. Oh, what? $20. Darn this is ridiculous. It. I can't believe I got cash. Venmo him. It's fine. <laughs> My point is that those those are the top 30 most stressful, most stressful situations in our life. And if those things are included, I got to be honest, I think you got to take a second every once in a while and be like, <sighs> life's pretty solid. We've run in a little, little high on the tension side of pretty things. Pretty solid. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, look, running late to things sucks. Not fun. Thoroughly unenjoyable. Unenjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> I For some reason, I was thinking there was another syllable in there. I missed it. I didn't. But, yeah. I mean... Worst things have happened. <laughs> okay? Having- like, we don't have to worry about getting burned at the stake because we're witches. Like, it's... It's great. Of that's the one you pick. Of no, course. it's fair. No, it's seriously. Clothes not fitting. Making oh, a phone sucks. call to a stranger. Stranger. <laughs> attending a meeting. Double booking yourself socially. Dude, double booking is the worst, though. Come on. McCall. Having to apologize because you double booked because you're like, hey, sorry, I don't know how to read a calendar. My bad. Yeah, well, everyone sucks. secretly gets the, the secret, the little dopamine injection from the fact that they did get to cancel one set of plans. Ugh. Like everybody could say what they want about, no, no, I love to do what I do. But when you cancel plans for whatever reason, you have that look on your face like, yes. But at the same time, you also feel like as the person who's been canceled on multiple times, it's like, oh, sorry, I double booked. It's like, oh. yes, inevitably guilt. So takes you, back in so you don't like me as much as the other person. Okay, you like them. Okay. Oh, I don't. 
I'm sure. Is that, that just me? Uh, maybe, maybe. Is that something I, I need I to talk to a I therapist about? I don't feel like I get double booked very often in terms of like people booking me and someone else. Right. But I, if that's the case, I'm pretty sure I've lost every time. So I don't know. I, I have about two. It. It's fine. Well, I have. The back of the break. Yeah, it'll but, it'll come up about two o'clock tomorrow morning. You're <laughs> welcome. Probably. <laughs> The point was, is like all this stuff made the top 30, which is a kind of a big list. Yeah. But still, like it ran out quickly. This list was like, all right, what are some of the biggest problems people face? Health problems. Yes. Financial. Yes. Family problems. Yes. All right. What else we got? Running late. Okay. Not as good as those other ones, but we'll put probably on the list somewhere. They just ran out of steam in a hurry. <laughs> I don't know about you, but sitting in traffic, if I'm sitting in traffic and I have to be somewhere, my heart rate is immediately at like 197. <laughs> I mean, I definitely yell, but it's just that's become oh, my latest source of expression of, of venting. It's good. I'm in my car. It's fine. <laughs> my more so concern at this point is just walking. Have you tried walking around Cash Valley recently? No. I get hit like almost every other day. You almost get hit. Let's clarify, because he doesn't get hit almost every other day. Whatever. He almost gets hit Look, every other this day. This is the most stressful thing in my life. I'm exaggerating. I was very yeah, confused. I was like, Sorry. AJ gets hit every other day. What's what's you would think like. I'm holding, I'm probably on a phone. You you can assume whatever. The other day, I'm holding my phone. I was doing an Instagram live. But regardless, I'm holding my phone at eye level walking. So right. I'm doing something with video. Right. Someone almost turns and hits me because they don't turn on their turn signal. I'm like, I'm about to capture a great view of this. You probably be paying awesome. attention. Sorry, guys. I'm on the ground now. But I, that didn't make it. That's not in the top 30. Almost getting hit by a car because Cash Valley refuses to use turn signals. Not in the top 30. Sorry, guys. The Honda Civic. Just... Skirt's curtain. <laughs> uh, you know what does cause me stress? Is the fact that McCall and I have done park narcs for, I believe, over over two years uh-huh. now. And this week. This week took a huge step back. Like, I feel like for the most part, we have a slight upward trajectory of the terrible parking improving a little bit. Yeah. There is a nominee this week that, good gosh, I don't know how I I don't know how they justified it. But even more so, I don't know how they did it. Yeah. You know how it goes when there's a tire fire, you just can't look away. You just kind of stare intently at it and be like, what am I watching? A tire fire? Yeah, whatever. Fire crash, whatever it is. Oh, Pick okay. your poison. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX because that's what Park Narcs is this week. Oh, it is a tire fire. Now, not to say the nominee number one isn't also atrocious because they <laughs> decided to take the lines that were running vertical and they were like, oh, well, obviously horizontally is but, the way this needs to go. But what the heck is going on with number two, man? Seriously. There's, we've gotten suggestions and I appreciate you're warm. Welcome to jump in because you should vote for the one you think is, think is worse. That's how Park Narcs works. Utah's mm-hmm. VFX is going to be pinned to the top of our Facebook page. But, huh? Yeah. Big time what? This hatchback is not on the curb. I take that back. It is on the curb, but not in the way you think. It's actually completely on the grass, except for a little tire, just like, squeak. It looks like when you're, like, touching the pool, you know, when you water out the summer, you're like, all right, let's see how it is. And you just dip your your big toe in just to see what the temperature is. It's so cold. That's what the car is doing. It's just doing it to the asphalt. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a normal grass car. (laughs) Typical everyday grass car. You know, normal one that you'd come by and you'd be like, wow, yes, that is a grass car. Must have been some sweet concert because I assume there's grass parking. Yeah. What? I don't know. Vote for the one that you think is the worst, the worst parking spot in Cash Valley this week for Park Narcs. If you see bad parking, safely take a picture, 
Submit it to our social media, Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can get entered in. The Narkers, the ones who are doing their part to clean up the bad parking valley, competing for that stacked gift card this week. And, of course, don't forget, we've started last year doing a tournament at the end of the year, which comes with a whole lot of other grander and fun prizes. So, again, pen to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. See this trash fire of a parking job and vote for the one that you think is the most annoying. Now, what an interesting predicament this turns out to be, because if you happen to step away to use the facilities, make coffee, who knows? She's not responsible for what calls. She's allowed to use whatever she needs to in the building. Well, then it puts her at a real disadvantage, and not, dang it, I wasted my time. It's too busy describing everything, and now she's back. AJ McCall at VFX is VFX's Facebook roulette. Like, comment, share on the post we think is best and deserves to be on the VFX Facebook page. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Donna's post, and it says, tell your dogs I said hello. They're a good puppy, and that I love them. Thank you. I landed on all my nerd friends, the meme group. Oh, it's no. a picture of uh, Samuel L. Jackson from the Star Wars trilogy where he plays Mace Windu. Uh-huh. It says, Jeff Bezos and Sir Richard Branson, <laughs> not yet astronauts, U.S. <laughs> says. And then underneath, it's him from the movie. says, you've been to space but we do not grant you the rank of astronaut. Or, as my friend said yesterday, I'm going to give credit to Andrew on this uh-huh. because it's a joke you would appreciate. They're really astronauts. Yeah, that's true. Dumb. They are very much astronauts. You Nots. can win. T.A.J. <laughs> Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find and add us across all social media. Vote for Park Narks. Again, if you haven't seen the tire fire that is specifically nominee number two, not saying you have to vote for it, but it's probably worth checking out Utah's VFX. And of course, um, I filmed something yesterday. McCall and I are filming uh, several things tomorrow. McCall's got a couple stuff she's going to film for the AJ and McCall Facebook and Instagram. So if you haven't found us, we're constantly working each month to create video stuff and do stuff on there. So please and thank you. Yeah. Pray for rain. It's quite evident. We need it here in the valley. Let me be specific for someone calls me out for all the stuff going on here in the right, valley. Right. Because obviously Cedar City getting They're hammered. Good. They're good. Here in the valley and the Great Salt Lake. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Need rain. So let's get some. Please. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.